Hello, welcome to episode two of the podcast, Vision for Future Graduates with Visual Impairments and or Blindness. In this episode, we will be having a conversation with Mrs. Arun, who has close to 20 years of experience teaching math to high and middle school students in private and charter schools in the U.S. In this episode, we will be discussing about some characteristics that we envision for our graduate students for the future. So let's start. Hello, Mrs. Arun. Mrs. Arun, what do you think your students should be equipped with when they graduate out of high school? Uh, hi, Anita. Thanks for getting me onto this reflective conversation. Um, as a teacher, we are, I'm always wondering what my students are going to land up eventually where. So as a, for, as, when I, as a teacher, look at my students, I teach the ninth and the 10th, and I've taught some 11th. But of course, I'm always curious to see where they end up after the 12th grade and what skills that I want them to end up having. So certainly when I sat down and penned this for myself, I would like my students when they graduate to be independent uh, individuals, well-rounded in uh, different spectrums of uh, in skill set, globally aware citizens, people with strong character, knowing how to handle when times, when the wave is high, and also to be able to handle when the wave is low, uh, effective communicators and good interpersonal skills, because that is definitely something that's going to take them no matter which prof profession they are in. And depending on their area of choice as a profession, definitely to have a strong foundation academically so it's easy for them to settle down in comfortably in that area of profession. And if they ever decide to switch, to have a good backing in alternate um, options for professions as well. So these would be some of the key things that I would like for my students to graduate um, at the end of the four years of high school. Um, so what do you mean by like all rounded? Do you have like, they have to be good in sports kind of thing or have some other skill other than academics? Is that what you're thinking? Personally, for any individual, more than academic, they should have some other alternate interest. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really key because the hobby, the passion, even if you have one strong expertise area to have an interest in another area is always beneficial for personal development. Mm -hmm. So when I say well-rounded, I know that when students are, um, you know, I'd hate this term called math geek, because mm -hmm. I know some of my good math students are fabulous musicians as well. Mm -hmm. So to have an interest in other, other things other than academics is really crucial in my eyes. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by well-rounded. So I encourage my students I go and cheer for some of my uh, strong math kids or even my weak math kids when they have a sport activity because I want them to cherish their passion for a sport as much as they did, did do for their math or as much as they detest math as well. Okay. So I think it's really important for them to have alternate interests other than academics, be it music, performing arts, or a sport, or even if it's some you know, community service activity, they should have some other side of themselves that they need to explore. That, that, that is interesting. So 
have you ever included those interest in your math when you teach math have you ever done any lessons where you have um i mean uh, cherished and uh, supported that interest in your class for the academics yes absolutely because i want to remind you that i myself was not a trained educator right. i came in for an engineering background mm-hmm. as uh, my qualification so much so that even in engineering was just a so happened fall act by accident qualification mm-hmm. for myself so mm-hmm. i have a great interest in art mm-hmm. so i see myself naturally inclining in most of my math projects somewhere mm-hmm. the art piece will kick in mm-hmm. like i did like just because we're talking about it today at this time of the year when i thought geometry mm-hmm. i had my kids do a tanagram challenge because mm-hmm. i want them to see what more they can see with their shapes than mm-hmm. just like figuring out the area formula by hearting i like mm-hmm. them to see and explore the art side of things mm-hmm. i know that i have have a great passion in gardening so mm-hmm. i decided to do a steam project with my students where we in fact got our middle school garden in place mm-hmm. so where the students because my middle school students they try to design the best garden with mm-hmm. effective budget as well as a design with the minimum amount of materials but at the same time looking at the larger cost of um world hunger so they have nice. we managed to set up the fall garden this year after a lot of grant application we have a garden set up mm-hmm. and i just in time for thanksgiving went and donated some of the vegetables to the uh, nearby uh, golden harvest organization so nice. i really think that i'm all the time looking for areas where they can uh, combine math with something else because i personally think math by itself is of not great interest to students you've right. got to see the big question amidst kids right when will i ever use this right i'm right. looking out for an answer for that so and i think that's an area that i'm always exploring so yes certainly uh, encouraging arts or any other activities nice um so for my students with visual impairments these are i mean very similar to what you want for your graduates it's most of it is kind of included i wanted uh, them to be independent and self sufficient effective oral and writ- written communicators um strong technology skills for access because um most of the technology that is developed is for the sighted world and not for kids with visual impairments uh, assertive and advocative so i want them to be able to um go and advocate for their needs and then effective travel skills because um they are not going to be driving so you want to make sure they uh, they learn all the public transportation and things like that and also connected and collaborative they should be working willing and those interpersonal relationships that you talked about um so what are your thoughts on on specifically for students with visual impairments uh, anita i honestly enjoyed uh, listening to some of the characteristics that matched up so mm-hmm. and one thing that i'm amazed that i forgot to include was definitely the technology piece in right. a year never like before and hopefully never again mm-hmm. technology has been the key area and i'm super curious to hear from you how the technology skills are with visually impaired students because mm-hmm. unfortunately i don't have much of an experience working with visually impaired mm-hmm. students in my school being a private school sector mm-hmm. so that's definitely in a topic that i'm curious to learn more about the technology oh, okay. how it works yeah so i mean 
in our district, the technology piece, they changed, like say they had a platform um, uh, called Edgenuity and then they changed it to something called Seesaw. And my my students were not able to access that at all with, with Braille. So usually you connect a Braille device to the computer and or a screen reader, which will just read all the contents on the on the screen for the student. Um, so if the student is blind, you won't be able to, I mean, they have to hear and then maneuver, but if the picture, if it is just an image, the technology doesn't read that picture. It just, it just says nothing, it cannot read. You have to describe that picture when you design that in your technology. And Seesaw is just not accessible at all for many of my students. So it just turned out to be very, disruptive so we have to do separate things for them so it is and we are learning a lot for accessibility in this COVID time for sure that's interesting thanks for yeah. sharing Anita yeah so that's about it so thank you for this conversation and your wonderful thoughts on this topic uh, thank you everyone for listening to this podcast we will hear more conversations in the future episode <laughs>